0: Left. Right. All
1: right, welcome to the 112th episode of Sip Talk. This is an interesting episode. Our team came from a happy hour, and we recorded in the middle of an apartment party in New York. So it's a small apartment, there's a lot going on. I hope the audio is uh, bearable, I will say that. But it's a pretty cool episode, I think you'll like it. Let me know what you think in the comments, and I will see you on the other end. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. 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 Thank you guys for joining. This is episode 111 of SIP Talk. We are, we've got a bit of an unconventional setup today. We're at Rosh's apartment on the Upper East Side. We just left an open house for our new office. Those of you guys who follow us might know a little bit about the fact that my company, a real estate brokerage in Manhattan, is merging with a much larger real estate company in Manhattan. And we had a lot of our agents at the new office, and some of these guys joined us tonight for the open house in the new office. So I'm joined by Kalea. Kalea, would you like to announce your your podcast? Kalea has her own podcast.
2: Yes. So my. Yes, Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I have a podcast as well. Uh, it's called Married for What, where my husband and I we discuss marriage and everything after I do.
1: Everything after I do. So what we're going to talk about tonight, I'm going to try to keep both of us in frame. We're going to talk about tonight is fidelity. We're going to talk about faithfulness, and we got a couple of people in the background behind us, uh, pretty mixed group, young and younger. So we're going to talk about faithfulness. We might recruit a couple of other people, but Clay has been in a relationship for. I've
2: been with my. I've been in a relationship with my husband for 18 years, and I've been married for nine.
1: Yes, which is longer than I've been alive. It's a very long time. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big proponent of being in a committed relationship where you are monogamous. And, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of Love Line, which is a. You ever heard of Love Line?
2: I'm older than you, Justin.
1: So you do? You have? Oh, so you know Love Line. Love Line is a. Uh, James, you listen to Love Line?
3: I, I don't listen to it, but I know what it is.
1: All right. Love Line is a. Radio show with Dr. Drew Pinsky. He's a like uh, drug and sexual health doctor, and he's joined by Dr. I'm sorry, not Dr. (laughs) Adam Carolla, who's a comedian who used to be in the Man Show, Um, and it's a really good dynamic between uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla about relationships and sexual health and drugs and just everything kind of real. So uh, so that's it. James, the Bosnian of Boswell out of South Carolina. Accountant, philosopher, referee, bartender. James, what do you it down there?
3: Um, sticking with the bush ice, and I'm doing some uh, straight bourbon as well. All right.
1: Well, Clay, uh, do you have a drink? All right. Uh, so we've got a lot of people around us, which makes it really tough to – focus right now but we have a hookah and we don't have any drinks so my first question to each of you and i'm really sorry for this Claire. what's the longest you've been monogamous
3: three and a half years no no less than, like pretty much three years on the dot
1: okay and that was a good relationship it ended probably my guess i don't know is not because of
3: you're not being like this no it ended because of the radically different scenario but and i wouldn't really categorize it as a good relationship okay um
1: claire i assume you've been
2: in you that yeah, for, for uh
1: 18 years no, 25 no, years no. This, you were committed way before no Rena, I'll speak to hookah for a drink. You want to uh, trade me a drink? I will give you the hookah. Right now. All
2: right. Um, no. So I've been in a committed relationship for the last twelve years. Before that, little backstory: my husband has an older son. Uh, his son is will be fifteen this year. So um, there was a break between when we got together and then him having his son. But during that time, it wasn't particularly, he wasn't very monogamous. So we would go back and forth together. No, that's yours. You have
1: a drink?
2: Yeah. All right, cool.
1: But that's the thing about the beginning of a relationship.
2: But it wasn't the beginning.
1: Well, you said you you met, you went back and forth.
2: Yeah, but we met when I was 19. He had his son at 22. Okay. And then during that time we had fooled around back and
0: forth. So yeah. we weren't
2: together. He was with his son's mother.
0: Interesting.
1: This gets a bit dicey. Yeah, so like I'm
2: like what side do you want me to be on on this? Because well, no, I'm not, both
1: I'm gonna ask you what side you want to be on. I just I just I like the realism of actual relationships. You know, I think what most people learn from relationships is with the parents. What the parents had. And, and I actually think a lot of what people comprehend from the parents is bullshit, which sets them up for more bullshit in real life.
2: So my my uh, my family is with the men. I, I think this is where it is also gonna go. The men weren't faithful in either side of it my met.
1: So okay. your, your, your parents are not still together? My parents yeah, are kid, still right? together. No, are you?
2: Yes. So my my parents have been together for, this will be 40 years that my parents have been together.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. So. And, it, and it's been smooth
1: sailing no. from your perspective. God knows. When it comes to fidelity. No.
2: God no. No, no really? I, have a, I, I have a younger brother. Yeah. With a different parent. Yes.
1: Interesting.
2: And um, it it was like that for a, um, on both sides of my my family. Really? Yeah, my grandfather was not faithful to my grandmother. either So let me,
1: I want to give you a little, my perspective. And I want to get back into yours. But my father died when I was much younger. So I have been painted this picture perfect idea, ideal of a relationship that I don't think is attainable. But that was a picture that was painted to me from a young age because obviously I didn't get to see a 30, 40, 50 year relationship play out. I got to see a decade long, 15 year long relationship play out. And, you know, my mother's still around and she paints the best pictures of the relationship. My father is, as far as my mind is concerned, a god. You can't do it. Somebody dies, you don't point out the negatives. You hear for the hookah? All right. Um, so for me, relationships that are anything less than ideal are a bit perplexing right. because I don't understand any, of that. But I want to get into our new relationship, our the our demographic that listens to the podcast, the 20-year-old, the 30-year-old, we have people that are older than that, and their perception of relationships. And I really want to get into the fact that relationships aren't ideal. And that if you want to build a great relationship, it takes a lot of work.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And My husband had to grow up in order for us to. I think he tells you all the time. He does not sugarcoat it. He said he had to grow up in order for him to come back to me. That's how.
0: I
1: it. I I like it, Serena, Do you mind telling these guys are gonna be quiet a lot? So we are in uh, we're in Rhine suburban here in uh, not, the like Upper yeah. East Side. We are. Yeah, in
0: so, it's a blend, you know.
4: So,
1: so, but I think a lot of perspective when it comes to new relationships is one. Yeah, can
5: I get, can I get in on this? Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like, it's like <laughs> like, Alright,
1: can we finish? Our, yeah, go ahead. Alright, thank you. Bye. But I think a lot of relationships, people are coming from different. Different place in life, and James, you you might understand. James, you've probably done a little more dating than I have. I don't know you. You're uh, in South Carolina.
0: Oh, that's, uh, maybe Gazzarino's. different
1: perspective on no. dating. But when you meet somebody, they're what they have in their life is a totally oh. different place. So you guys are merging your lives.
3: And I, I've never gotten to the point where I've merged lives with anybody.
1: I was you've never gotten to the point. where you live with yeah, a, you live with a lady before
3: things yeah that wasn't merging lives we had separate bedrooms which actually i'm going to defend because i think it's great to be able to have your own space and like you want to sleep in the same bed okay cool you want to have a night kind of to yourself fine you want to have like a little bit of space to yourself where no one's bothering you having separate bedrooms allows for that
1: but the question is where do things go from there
3: Things don't need to go anywhere from there. If you're happy with it, why change?
1: Well, and how did that work out? Um, The
3: the reason why the relationship failed had nothing to do with the bedroom situation.
1: Okay, fair enough. But what I was saying two minutes ago was that people come from different places in their life. And oftentimes, in my opinion, one person is a little more... in. In terms, I don't know what you call it, raising a family. Oh, because ultimately, fine. what are relationships for? It's somebody that you want to, if you're lucky. But your goal is to spend a lot of time with that person, right? And maybe raise yeah. a family. Yeah. Otherwise, what's a relationship for? Fucking, like that's good. Well, uh, what but you have to define. You have yeah, to I define whether that, that you have to define whether you're in it for you're whether you're in it for fucking. You You boil it down. You're in it for fucking, or you're in it for. Building a
3: family and a future. Not just a family because they're two different things. Building a future,
1: building a future or building but what
3: What does building a future mean? That's a really poorly defined term.
1: Okay. Building a stable future with someone else. How long have you and I been friends, James? 30 years.
3: 30, yeah, yeah, I would say
1: maybe more. 30 First years. grade. So, Coming up on 30 years. Exactly. So you can... You could, and how many how many people have you met who are friends who have come and gone?
3: I uh, don't have a total for you. It's it's a large. A lot, right? Oh, yeah.
1: So, so you have to decide. James, how often do we agree?
3: Probably about 85%, 90% of the time.
2: <laughs> I doubt that. I watched Tip Talk. There's no way you
0: guys...
3: agree. <laughs> no, the reason – no, it's just as intentionally being stupid or – contradictory point is that we don't agree
1: right but we've agreed that we're friends and no matter what we're we're, our friendship will endure i think the key issue is we agree agree on a lot of things but when it comes to relationships you may have points in the relationship where you don't agree with somebody and the issue is you reach detrimental points and you reach you reach you want different things right and ultimately, the relationship endures or it doesn't. But I feel like nowadays, relationships don't last. And I think a lot of that is you have so many options.
3: Well, I, I, I think that you're, you're completely right about the options, where it, it, it's a combination of options and the grass is always greener phenomenon.
1: Where, that's a good point, is that if the options look better, but then you end up in an option, and you end up going
3: down a route that
1: isn't actually better, it's just a different option.
3: I also think, now I'm not really subject to this because I'm not on any social media, but I think that social media plays a pretty strong role, a strong negative role in relationships because you're only exposed to either the absolute worst of other people's relationships or more often the absolute best of other people's relationships. And I've talked about this before where when people post stuff on social media, they're posting things to to brag or show off about what they just did. And so when people post about their relationships, it's going to be the vacation that they went on with their significant other or the gift that they got or an awesome date that they went on or something like that. They're not going to post the boring day-to-day drudgery of a relationship. And so when you're seeing posts on social media, all you're seeing are other people's best moments in the relationship, but no one's posting about the boring day where they made breakfast, went to work, and then went to sleep watching Netflix together. But that's what a relationship is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's not what you're seeing on social media, because people's not, people aren't posting about that. Rush. 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 Yes, sir. And so
1: if you're in a relationship we got, we got a lot of people here who are yeah no but if concept. you're in a
3: relationship and you look at your relationship and say man like these people were on vacation in Italy and these people went to to Fiji and you say we woke up went to work and then like watched the NBA playoffs together and fell asleep at 10 fifteen what is this relationship I could be doing so much better by I could be dating somebody that's taking me to Italy yeah so, Exactly,
1: and everything
0: the, online,
1: especially. And, and James is not on social media at all, which I would love to be able to, but obviously, my career involves being on social media. So, and obviously, even the podcast involves being on social media. So, it's, it's, a, it's a really difficult place to be, but also, I, I live in reality and I'm very much aware of reality. And social media for me is a promotional networking type of tool. So I understand what reality is and I've had enough relationships that when you find uh, I don't know. I I feel like finding somebody that you want to work hard for. Actually, I want to hold that back. I don't think you should have to work that hard. You find somebody you like and there's, well, you can speak to the working hard.
2: So my husband and I were actually talking about this. When you go into a marriage, you have this thing that it's like, it's supposed to be 50-50. But, ex-
0: but
2: there, it's not guaranteed that throughout the marriage, it's going to be 50-50. There's going to be times where it's like, this person is putting in 60, this person's putting in 40, or the dynamic changes. But it, and then you have to be able to communicate with each other in order to kind of balance that out. Balance that back out. So. Well, you're also
1: living different lives. So he's going through things that you may not be privy to.
2: Yeah, but. And
1: then he's coming home and having
0: to.
2: I mean, but even even if I'm not. Even if he can't go into details. He can still explain to me what's going on in his life.
0: He doesn't have to shut me completely out. No, I don't think he
1: doesn't shut you completely out. But you guys have to.
0: I mean, I have a lot of rough days, and, and
1: I, I have a lot of rough days. And I get home and try to put on the best face. I don't always share everything.
0: right? But
2: then that's kind of, that could be kind of detrimental too, because then you're like bottling up things inside.
1: Okay, but imagine
2: that.
1: Imagine that I'm going through a lot of turmoil. Do I want to introduce that to the relationship?
2: If it helps, yes, because at some point you might
0: just feel like. Well,
3: if
1: it helps, yes, but what if it's in an immense amount of turmoil where it could be detrimental to that relationship?
3: At the very least, you you owe disclosure. We're
4: on the same team. A
1: reasonable amount of disclosure. Hold on one second. Sorry, I need to renew
4: my library
1: pass. <laughs> I need to Sorry, is it? We're, we're in a we're in an apartment where we're talking we got a lot of relationship talk going on. And we just left we just left we're
4: going relationship kidding. obviously I'm kidding is the best I'm gonna shut
3: up. Um I mean that's my view is that you if if you're going through something you might not owe one hundred percent details, but you need to at least disclose why you're acting a certain way.
1: Yes, and I I agree with that. What I'm saying is that you may not want to disclose 100% of the details. You may want to share that you're going through something, and it may be a bit much.
2: I think everybody's relationship is different in how you communicate with each other. So my husband and I literally are best friends. So we talk to each other about everything. I think that's a major important element
1: to be... James and I are incredible friends. Mean, we knew each other, what, five or six years old? Six. But, and I'll tell James pretty much everything. I don't, but there may be some details I leave out. Not yeah. to, not because it's kind of irrelevant to that friendship.
3: Well, and despite. The fact that well, more your life than mine, I would say that we're both kind of private people. Like, <laughs> I, it, I, it, it doesn't show so much for you, but, but I've you also know, but known you, you know, for 30 years. There's a lot that
1: happens outside of life, outside of the podcast that's private. Mm-hmm. And you don't share so much. But I i don't know my my major thinking really when it comes down to the entire reason for this podcast is what ruins relationships and and that's my fear you know i i I have a good relationship right now i don't want to ruin it i you know i think i'm sure it can be ruined but i think it's on a very good track but i've had bad relationships with house and what i'm trying to figure out is how do you salvage not even salvage how do you have a good relationship and keep it good i think and, it
0: comes down to like
1: communication and Kalea comes from a great place because she's had this super long-term relationship that's going up and down and it can com- yeah, communication super oh, cool
0: sure. communication but also
1: being on the same page with what you want i think is also
0: really important um
1: but what is a ruiner of relationships
3: a ruin our
2: relationships is unmet expectations.
3: I see why I mean let you go. That's a good
2: one. It's I, definitely a I, because you go in thinking something is going to be some way, and when it's not that way, you start to feel like, well, is this where I want to be? Grass is greener on the other side.
0: But
3: it's a little bit so. Well, so I would agree. I think that one of the problems that we're seeing right now is that people are entering relationships with unrealistic expectations
1: what are those expectations what are you so you, you start dating somebody 2021 20, start dating somebody 2021 20, you're attracted to them they're attracted to you you go out you have a nice date you guys connect on a few levels right like you you have a couple of drinks. Which obviously alcohol is a major lubrication, especially in the first couple of days. And then what happens is set in is reality after that, right? Like you can
3: paint a great picture in a you know Picasso style picture. Well, so I think that everyone's expectations for relationships are going to be different, but probably the biggest problem early on that will manifest itself later is if you meet somebody and most of the things are good, but there are a couple things that you're not so sure about. And you expect that over time, the person's going to change either that they're going to change on their own or you're going to be able to change them. And that's probably for me, the easiest bad expectation that that kills a relationship is that you ignore Either minor or major problems early on because of the excitement, and then when the excitement um, like tapers off, you're left with these minor or major problems. And now you're invested in the relationship. There's been some amount of time, Dude, and with- now you've got these problems.
1: That's the hotness quotient. You're super attracted to somebody who's hot, and then that becomes a regular, right? Yeah. Like, and your sexual attraction that hurts the to that person wears the fuck off and then what are you left
3: yeah you're left with someone that you can't have a conversation with
1: well and and that's so i mean that's my instagram argument like everybody on instagram in a bathing
3: suit is hot as fuck right like thanks to photoshop but yeah
0: not
1: even photoshop that fucking filter on your phone right
3: and i'm using photoshop as a catch-all
1: Okay, fair enough. But the reality of the fact that you have to spend the other 23 and a half
3: hours with that person. No, you're giving yourself a lot of credit there.
1: (laughs) Good looks are not obviously good looks are important, but the Instagram visual of a person is not reality. Right? Like we used to look at magazine covers and be like, oh, it's not fair. And now you walk to the mall and there's pictures of people in underwear that are going overweight in underwear. But
3: oh we've already had this talk. And what's that? We've already had this talk. I'm all in favor of unrealistic magic magazine pictures. That's what you're aiming for. You don't expect to achieve it.
1: But yeah, you're right. But um but when you see everybody looking good you know having having good looks is kind of a prerequisite somewhat. Having an appealing look, not good look. I think I think that initial attractive type, you gotta attract somebody first. But what happens is you go on a date with that you meet the real person, but that's still not even the real person, right?
2: But is it okay, because looks does play a factor, but what if it's not, you know, based on the first look? What if you're not meeting this person before? Maybe maybe you're meeting them in another social setting, like you're at a party and someone, you know, introduces you to them and you talk to them.
1: Well, we just, we just came for an event where you met certain people that you were told were important,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And
1: you don't know the reality of that person, right? right? So you, it's, it's very funny to meet people that you're told are important. Yeah. And then you want to get, you're told they're an important person, Right? Okay. So, something about that aspect wants, makes you want to get to you know it. Right. But, let's fast forward four months. You've been on a half dozen dates with that person. And, what's the reality? The
2: reality is that you're interested.
1: So, James, you're dating somebody, you're two, three months in, six months in, sexual attraction. The aspect where you see that person and you're you get what? this we don't
3: do it. So
1: I gotta I want I'm taking my vitamins.
3: Can you refine that
1: question? I, I see somebody, my groin is like right. Well you, you should probably go to the bathroom.
0: Somebody's <laughs> groin? <laughs> <there's,
1: laughs> my groin, what? my groin, my groin is like full speed ahead. Right? Like and it 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 took me a long time into my Late twenties or early thirties, like oh, this is a primal urge, right? It's a primal urge, and you're growing is like full speed ahead, plant to seed. But then through a series of relationships, you realize, oh wait, you got gonna raise the children,
3: you're gonna have a future with that person. It's you see, not, like this is Ill- utterly irrelevant to me. You're speaking a different language now.
1: Because you don't want to have
3: kids. You have- like there's no appeal to any of your arguments here.
1: Primally speaking, you meet somebody you're attracted to. Your body is saying you want to plant a seed and have children. That's sexual attraction, by the way. You may not want to have children, but the sexual attraction that you have is is the the fact that you want to have children. With somebody.
3: whether you want to have children or not, you want to fuck. That's, that's what yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. That
1: lizard brain part of you that wants to sleep with the other person by sleep. I mean, stay awake and exert calories. The issue is after that and how long you can stay together. And really, I want the topic of the podcast to be fidelity, right? So you're dating somebody for six months. You decide you want to be with them, but something happens. And in a lot of cases,
3: we get a wizard brain. I don't know if that even <laughs> Well, so the question that I, the, well, the thing that I have is I I believe that all relationships, all successful relationships are based on compromise. But that,
1: compromise is reasonable before people decide to seek their passions.
3: Mm, you have to look at it as, well, can I do better? And that's why so many people are leaving relationships right now is they think that they can do better, but you have to realize, can I do better than what I have right now? Are these issues that I'm seeing something that can be compromised and resolved or not? And I, yeah, that's why I'm currently single is I'm not, I'm not there. There are a couple of things that I'm not willing to compromise on and that winnows my dating pool considerably. All right.
0: Let
1: me hit some comments real quick. Uh, we got Hannah Moon, Honestly, honesty and being open is key, vulnerability and intimacy are the things people will stay for. You read the next one?
2: Looks will get my attention, but your personality is what will keep it. Next one. Laughter gets my attention uh there has to be a certain attraction physically however it's not everything that could be they could be hot as hell and be a dick
1: or a bitch
3: duck or bitch well I that's think- all right that all of those comments are correct it's like you have to start with a physical attraction it, it's really hard to start without that but physical attraction only gets you so far
1: well, yeah, but I think, I don't think there's any argument against the fact that physical attraction is kind of a prerequisite. Would you disagree with me on that?
3: No, I wouldn't. Although, uh, like, you, there's, there's countless stories of people talking about how when they first met their significant other, husband, wife, whatever, they didn't initially find them attractive. But over time, that grew. Um, to me that doesn't make a lot of sense but it, it happens often enough that I recognize the phenomenon
1: but that's your broccoli argument I never liked
0: broccoli
2: but I did I wasn't initially attracted to my to my husband I met him at work and i I, I just saw that oh he was a nice person
0: when I initially
2: met him, I was involved with somebody else. So my attention wasn't towards him, but even, even so. Well,
0: i
1: met my, the, uh, the, when I moved down and forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was very attracted to her, but I, I didn't make any moves,
0: but I had that attraction
2: but i didn't have that no you didn't, have that. No, not you didn't have that
1: physical groinal no i
2: didn't i was i was focused on the other person i was with like so i didn't even like oh he's cute no it was just like oh he's nice but i didn't
0: find.
1: i him i had him. that i had that this person very attractive i'm busy i made no moves I mean, because I'm, and that's what i want to talk about this monogamous um Fidelity, faithfulness. Mm-hmm. I didn't make any moves. Right. I was with someone else. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I mean, not, I've had Not an nah, option. Move on. Like life continues.
2: But I've had that too. Even when I was, you know, it, with somebody, I'd be like, oh, he's really cute. All
1: right. So let me ask you, what made you not make that move?
2: I was with somebody.
1: What made you not make that move?
2: I was with somebody.
1: What made you not make that <laughs> I, think, I
0: think I was, was with, with somebody.
2: somebody. <laughs> I was with somebody. However, my relationship with that person started okay, okay.
0: to—we
2: weren't seeing each other. <laughs> we weren't communicating. So I was, I was feeling a, a little neglected. So when my husband came around, he engaged okay. me with conversation, Tuesdays, it's every which I was missing. And so during, during when I was simultaneously, like simultaneously so Do you
0: have any, when, when we were in
2: conversation, I was like, wow, so this person's really somebody that I could, you know, kind of connect with. And so I was just thinking about just being friends, but then we started flirting.
1: Let me ask you a question. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I don't know your podcast. I don't know how did you guys get on your podcast. But at a certain point, you were in a relationship. mm -hmm. That relationship started to degrade. You were talking to somebody else. Rush, I'm
0: sorry.
1: That relationship started to degrade. Mm -hmm. Can I ask at what point there was a
0: transition?
2: So, we had, my husband and I had gone on our first date together.
3: And we...
2: Had a romantic encounter. I'm just gonna say that. And after that romantic encounter, I felt guilty. So, from my guilt, the following day,
0: I broke up with my boyfriend. Uh,
1: that's that's a uh, so the fidelity of a relationship. As a certain, like, uh, I'm trying to look for a religious word, like a sacrament or something like that. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship, being faithful comes, like, you have a certain amount of, like, holiness almost with it, right? Like, a certain amount of. But there's, so I've had very short term encounters where you're like, oh, that was kind of wrong. Let's see if we can write this. And then you try to turn into a relationship. Right. right. And some of those didn't work out. Any of those didn't work out. Yeah, shocking the audience. No, but, <laughs> no, but you have a feeling that you want to
3: make right of it. Like, you're like, oh, well, that, you know, want to make right of it. Well, let me ask you this question. Well, hold on. I'm gonna, two things. One, so when I was taking my business law class, um, the professor talked about relationships briefly. He's like, if you're in a in monogamous relationship, and the other person cheats, you have to end the relationship. And some people in the uh, in the class are a little bit confused, like, no, those are the rules. Like, you're in a monogamous relationship; they weren't monogamous. You end the relationship. There's no negotiating this. It's over. It was just black and white for him. Well, but that's but that's kind of how that yeah, works. They, the yeah, other person makes that sense. Uphold- but what about uphold. The- Sorry, go ahead. Right, it's like no matter how you feel about that person, no matter how much you may love them, they broke the rules. You have to end it um that's but, the thing about
1: relationships is that,
3: that black sure but that's what the, that the, the law professor was woman. saying and i agree with him
1: but at the end of the day it is that white. so you have to you guys are operating on kind of a agreed upon terms right like i go to a restaurant i order a chicken dish they're not going to serve me bad chicken right they might some restaurants do right but i operate on an agreement with that restaurant they're going to serve me chicken that's not bad Right? fresh chicken now I can eat at that restaurant 125 times I can eat at the restaurant for the next 16 years now on the off chance they give me bad chicken I'll never eat there again right so now you may go to a restaurant offhand different restaurant they give you great chicken and you're like fuck that's my favorite restaurant they used to give me good chicken this one is better and you're like fuck like now, when it comes to relationships, you have there's no agreement between you and this restaurant, and you and that restaurant. You go to a restaurant, you're with somebody, and you it's not a it's not an implied agreement, it's an explicit agreement, effectively, right? Like whether you talk about it or not, two years in, four years in, whatever it is, there's no question about
3: it. So hold on, you're leading to my next question, which is the I feel like in the last five years or so. The, the concept of open relationships has gotten a lot more popular.
1: Yeah. Along with, there's a strong correlation to failure. <laughs> that,
3: that may be. because So, I don't, I don't know how big it is in New York. It's not big at all in South Carolina, but it's a big thing out in California. Um, my brother isn't part of one, but he has a lot of friends that are. And when they were explaining it to me, I just said, that just sounds like breaking up with extra steps yeah no shit like, I, I, I listen
1: to a lot of Love Line, a lot of Dr. Drew and the general rule is when you introduce a third person in a relationship the relationship crumbles. you have to have
2: <laughs> but then there's like this new phenomenon
0: called being in a pansexual
2: relationship
3: what is that it's when you sleep with zebras No, no,
2: no. No. Explain this to me, please. So being in a pansexual relationship, you're... You speak up. Okay. So being in a pansexual relationship, you're pretty much open to being with a female or a male.
3: Uh, No.
2: Right. So you have a boyfriend. You can be with somebody who is married, who also is in a pansexual relationship, and then be in just like a friendly relationship with another person it's it's weird the dynamics i don't, I
3: don't know I, I so don't like know. are you not are you sexual with the other people or are you only oh. sexual with one person
2: no you're sexual amongst all those different people
3: that sounds messy
2: it does but you well, have to understand no no it no, gets messy it does get messy but there are times where people are just in you know, understanding that well, this is what it is this is what and this is what it is
1: but that's the issue is it gets messy it gets messy, and a lot of relationships get ruined. Right here, I gotta plug it in that. Uh, oh. a lot of relationships get ruined because of the understanding that. Sorry, we get a a low there? low low battery type situation. Here.
0: No, no, no. Oh, that's
1: unplugged. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got it, Rush. Don't worry. Sorry, we got a low we got a low iPhone situation. There's iPhone 12s, iPhone 11s. Um. Maybe the other end. No, don't worry. We we are fully we're oh. fully uh, yeah we, we fucked this up hard drink. um but i think when you start reaching outside of your relationship for sexual uh, what's the word i'm looking for like sustenance or uh, um
0: just
1: being for like being fulfilled if you're gentlemen. looking to be fulfilled outside of your relationship uh, I say especially. you
4: go to a strip
1: club. Well, there's a lot of... Let me pause on that. What he just said is, is an easier topic to, to tackle. When you're in a relationship and your partner goes to a strip club, how do you feel about it? I'm fine. You're in fact, full. I want to go with him. I'm just
2: that
3: cool type
2: of
1: person. <laughs> uh, well, I think it depends on the partner. depends on the relationship. And it, it really depends on the people that are involved. Like Some people... Just like get excited by, you know, tits and pussies. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, strip club, we're mostly talking about women's strip clubs,
0: right. I think. Yeah.
1: But some women get really, if they're in a relationship with a guy and the guy goes to a strip club with his friends, they get really territorial and really defensive and really, really, really angry and upset. To me, a relationship, the sexual element of a relationship is. 30 to 40 percent of that relationship. I think to me, there's always gonna be a sexual element of a relationship. But there's way more important things in a relationship. The connection, the seeing eye to eye, the having future goals. Like those are way much more major things in a relationship. Mm -hmm. The wanting to raise raise a family, which is not in James does not want to have children. Right. But how do you have a 10, 12, 30, 40 year relationship with somebody that doesn't want to have children. What's that based on?
2: You have to have that conversation early. But you, you have, have
1: to have the common
3: goals of being in that relationship. right? Yeah, if your common goals are not to have children, then you're fine.
2: Then you're fine. That's okay. you sure, have to but... have that conversation early because my friend, um, her husband, uh, her understand. husband had a divorce because he found out that his first wife didn't want children with him, but it was never discussed. But prior
0: to that,
1: yeah, I think I think the children. James is pretty good when it comes to relationships. He meets somebody, he tells him, "Hey, I don't want children."
3: Oh no, I bring it up really early because I'm just like, you know, let's not waste any time on this one. If that's something that you're interested in, look elsewhere.
1: I had a brief relationship before my current relationship. My current relationship is very strong, very good, very happy, beyond happy. It's my life, obviously, my life. But I had a relationship before my current relationship where the partner didn't want to have children. And
0: that was kind of a deal breaker for me.
2: But that's that's what I'm saying. That conversation has to be had early because you don't. Know, it goes back to unrealistic expectations. You think that you can change this person later on. Like, oh, they're gonna change. They're gonna see how how we are. We work well together, and then the family is gonna come in. And it's well, I like, think no. that
1: that's why James in South Carolina, right? <laughs> right.
2: What is? South Carolina
1: have anything to do with. Oh, it very it has very much to do with. We're from that. New York, through and through. through,
2: and
1: through. Yeah, but the, but yeah, my southern, family, my family
2: is actually from Georgetown,
1: so. Georgetown where? South
0: Carolina.
1: All right, that's not far so from here. the southern culture is about building families, eating. What's what's that uh, stuff that's okay. like uh, porridge? Grits. Grits. Yeah, like. <laughs> it's it's a different world. Is my point. It's a
3: different world.
2: But to be fair my family from the south have children outside of their marriage as well
3: that's not an unsouthern thing no <laughs> yeah but but the Ameri-
1: the funny thing is the america the U- united states the puritan culture that is the protestant catholic jewish american culture is having children in a relationship, having that mother, father, two or three children, and anything outside of that is a clusterfuck when it comes to culture. And it's fucked up because back in the day when the Puritans came over on the Mayflower and they were fucking goats, because, because I don't for whatever reason, they're fucking goats. A lot of people are out of line. So, the, for whatever reason, the American culture has proceeded to be this almost quasi-Puritan culture. When the U.S. has people from all over the place, and that's not how the rest of the world works when it comes to having children. It's Irish. Got
3: uh, an Irish giant here. <laughs> well, let l- l- me just the let me just throw some statistics out here for you, like. I, I've done that. People 100 percent have a better time
4: than anybody else.
3: Sorry, James. St- so uh, according to the Irish. Yeah, well, I mean, who else would you ask? <laughs> um I estimate that I, I knocked down my potential dating prospects between 90 and
0: 98%
3: just by saying I don't ever want to have kids.
1: I'd estimate that also.
0: <laughs> so where are you
3: going with that? That I don't. I think it's probably less severe in in big cities like New York or LA or San Francisco, but in in the South, where it's very much a cultural thing, where religion plays a bigger role, where family plays a bigger role, the expectation, especially with women, is that women are socialized to expect to. Get married and have kids.
1: Where I was going with that is a lot of cultures, men don't stick around. Men impregnate and move on. Should we bring Carlos into this? Carlos, can we bring you on? Can we, rush Can we pull up the other chair? Yeah. So we we're gonna bring Carlos on. We got this is the probably messiest podcast we've ever had when it comes to audio, just in general. The video you can see a gazillion things going on. We got Carlos uh, and we want to talk about fidelity and kind of the sing uh, the singular family, the nuclear family relationship. Carlos, pull this over. So so Carlos, can you uh, can you get on the camera here?
0: Sorry, Carlos. Uh,
1: slide right over. Carlos works for uh, the Julia Group, the brokerage. He's a real estate agent. He's actually badass.
0: He's a, he's a very good agent,
1: but um, Carlos comes from a culture outside of the American culture. Right? You grew up here. I grew up, yeah, I grew up in America. Right. Can you can I ask you a favor? Can you just peek your head over there? Carlos is what are you six 6'3?
0: Six two, I think. Carlos
1: six two, he thinks. Can you peek your six two head over there and just say shut the fuck up?
0: Can you guys keep it down?
1: <laughs> Carlos, i uh, just offered a pussy uh right, a <laughs> Carlos, <laughs> Carlos, I want you to talk to the lungs. I
4: have asthma and I smoke. Can you guys keep it down, please?
0: <laughs> So we're we're
1: gonna bring Carlos on. We got a we got a lot going on because we came from a little merger meeting for the Julia Group of Brokeage, and we got Carlos here. Carlos is gonna talk about different culture when it comes to being in a relationship and being a father. Yeah. And so you you came from New York and Georgia culture?
0: No, South Carolina.
1: I'm sorry, South Carolina. What what was the city in South
0: Carolina? Georgetown. Uh, Georgetown. That's my tip. No, uh, uh,
4: it's still like head.
1: So Carlos is, uh,
4: introduce yourself. Well, my name is Carlos. How's it going? I I pretty much grew up in New York. Uh, You know, that's
0: just, but...
4: Culturally, I I spent the the first four years of my life actually in the
0: in the Caribbean, uh,
4: Dominican Republic to be exact,
0: between Dominican Republic and Haiti, because
4: I'm I'm from the whole island pretty much. But when it comes to the majority of like my upbringing was pretty much a Dominican upbringing. So who's Dominican? In your family, my mom.
1: And your father, Haiti.
0: Oh no, so the island is the division between Haiti, stand.
1: the division between Haiti and Dominican Republic. So it's on the island of Espanola. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, a very solid divide between Haiti and Dominican Republic. Yeah. So but you claim
4: Dominican. Pretty much. I mean that's the side yeah. that I grew up in. Going back to the infidelity or fidelity part, that, that was a uh, it's, there's definitely a difference in, in, in culture. I can't really speak on my perspective just because I, I don't
1: let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many people in your peer group, right? Like your, your the brothers, the neighbors you grew up with, yeah. the friends you grew up with, have a father and mother that are that are a nuclear family, right? Like the father and mother stay together, right? And they have children together. Actually, surprisingly, a lot of a lot.
4: Why do you say surprisingly?
0: <laughs>
4: because I mean, the reason why I say surprisingly is just because of Jasper Light. What's that? We're surprisingly, the reason why I say surprisingly is just because. I mean, growing up
1: culturally, mm-hmm.
4: culture, culturally. I mean, growing up in the inner city, like, you know, at least my friends. So so happened to to have that nuclear family, but a lot of my other like peers and like I, w- I would call them acquaintances. didn't for your neighbor, right? Like the people
1: you people you know.
4: Yeah, for the most part, yeah. They 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 have a a nuclear family. It's actually, including my my mother,
0: my my grandma
4: has been was married.
0: <laughs> my grandma
4: was married to my grandfather before he passed. Since. <laughs> It's 1967 and it's like
0: mm-hmm. I, I've been a yeah. part since
2: but i know i'm in like dr right because i have a lot of dominican speak up, speak up. i have a lot of dominican yeah. friends as well where the father has two families
4: <laughs> yeah no yeah my <laughs> grandfather my grandfather has uh <laughs> my grandfather has has had his uh this fifth child has a fifth has a fifth. There's a there's four with uh, my grandma and then there's a fifth stray one.
1: But uh, let, let me let me throw this out there. America, the United States, very Puritan, Mayflower, yeah. blue Cape nothing, sailed over on the Mayflower, and they were very Puritan, right? Yeah. And they wanted to you, you sleep with your wife, you have no other children, right? Yeah. you have this nuclear family. And then what the fuck happened across the United States, right? People started fucking Indians. They started fucking everybody else. And started fucking goats. Sorry, I should I should throw this in context. But now we're here in 2020, 2021. And we're trying to build family values. Yeah, We're trying to build families, right? And great that you had... I mean, you're saying you're, you're, you're your 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 mother and father are still together?
4: No, 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 no. That's actually the opposite. It's my my father. Uh my father no, my father is a crazy man,
1: you
4: know? Uh so but
1: that's what I'm talking about, is that we have this Puritan roots when it comes to families. And I don't think
5: that's true anymore though.
1: But that's what I'm saying. We have, have we have these ideals and then you can point to the ideals. You're talking about your grandparents being together for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. I, and my grandparents
5: just had their, like, 59th anniversary. And your grandparents just crazy. had
1: their 59th anniversary. anniversary. So maybe you want to join, share that. Yeah. So we have sheet yeah. What's your... J- jump Bye. behind? Bye. Jump behind these guys. Because I think that's incredible. I think that's, that's really crazy. difficult. That's crazy. That's not normal. So this is the new sheet.
5: Coach in here. And the
1: new she, Where are you from? I'm Queens, from Jersey. Jersey. From,
5: originally from Queens, from Jersey, born in raised. Okay. And
1: your heritage?
5: I'm Sri Lankan.
1: She's from. Sh- so you're not from. Your parents are from. Shilonga. Yeah, my parents are from
5: Sri Lanka. And your
1: parents are new. Guinea. First
5: generation born Sri, Sri Lanka. First yes.
1: generation. Announced all the syllables. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, but what I want to talk about is the fact that, I mean, I'm third generation Italian Swedish American weird ass but for the most part I mean I got a little mix early on in my family uh, my oh. grandfather left and somebody else and but we had this weird American ideal where you want to have parents together
5: well yeah like the whole so, idea but I don't
1: right? but I think that's this weird puritanical ideal that we don't it's
5: have.
1: I think it's this weird puritanical ideal that your parents are Sylvia. No. Okay, your parents Sylvia. Yeah. Your parents okay. Sylvia. My parent, my father passed away when I was super young, but and I have this Picasso painted of my father. And he was a perfect human, but I feel like hey. that's not exactly <laughs> the case when it comes to history. No. so what you but were what saying about is, your parents
5: right? that what painting is what, what, no but like, so what,
1: tell me about tell me a little what, about what, your what, what, what,
5: what, 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 what pablo picasso painting really like can you look at it and be like all right like that's an that's easy perfect. painting to look so at. tell me a
0: little like, bit no, about your
3: heritage no, but, and your parents no, yeah. that are still together
5: is it so the way I that Lankans grow up is like normal where it's just like not normal i guess but
3: and to the
0: point where it's like you grow you up are, in
5: right? a family mindset where it's like it's family oriented you're gonna grow up in that family mindset super and like, player, right? yeah and like my parents grew up right. like they loved each other like from the beginning mm-hmm. and then like maybe it's
0: true like,
4: were they set after, up but like
5: no they were not set
4: up. Who's left like,
5: we're um, up? um my mom was very young on, at maybe ice. like 12 or 13 or 16 maybe and like my dad came in as like right. my my mom's brother's
0: friend so like he came into the
5: family and like that's very new to like
3: James our audio is good yeah um with the exception of all the background noise but you can hear the yeah yes all right yeah
5: like it came into like oh all right like this kid's coming in to like this is my brother's like friend and like she met him through that and like that's how like people like meet oh at then or if they don't they meet through through, an like, family. Yeah yeah like it's not like something yeah. where it's just like yeah. normally it would be something where it's like all right like maybe families will meet together and then they'll meet. But, but your, like
1: your mother
0: and father were introduced.
5: Yeah they were like introduced like somehow through like family friends and like it worked awesome. out somehow. And then
0: and, and then it didn't work on there. Then now they're
5: still together. And there's now it works out again. So it's just like, that's just
1: like, it is. But do you yeah. have to deal? So your your parents were introduced young.
5: Yeah. And very how
1: old were your parents when you were born?
5: Um, I was. No, no, my mom was maybe twenty-three when she had. Yeah, very
2: young.
0: How old were you when your daughter was born?
2: I was 16.
0: Oh. You're for yep. you're so your first
4: child, your only child, Carlos. You don't have kids, no, thank god.
0: <laughs> and, and your parents
1: are
4: not so
0: good, no, no. And they
4: were
1: together when you're both
4: for the first uh year and a half, okay. Um, and then what happened? Well, this is where
1: it gets a bit interesting, and you know, but this is where it gets cool yeah. for, our, for our topic. I'm, and I, 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 you got. It emotions and everything else involved yeah no
4: and me personally um looking back at it I, I i wouldn't i mean it was i mean i was i guess for the average person it, it would have been like a traumatic like wrong, but um, i think right. as
1: far as anybody's concerned ladies your mother is the rock right? yeah your mother's a hanker your mother's the north pole right so sorry but, no, no. but i think as far as any children are concerned the mother's a the yeah pole. Yeah, uh,
4: the mother is there to nurture. And, you know, so what happened? Well, my pops... My, Daddy wasn't
5: there. Daddy wasn't there.
4: My father was... He met this uh, Canadian woman and, and got with her just for the sole purpose of yeah. the citizenship. And from there, from there, you know,
1: his... his your mom's not to Canadian one. No, yeah? no, 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 no. He... So your 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 mother and my... father made you. Yeah. And then your father found yeah. Canadian citizenship. Yeah. To... He,
4: he 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 went one of his friends was set him up with this Canadian girl They're like hey
0: this
1: hmm? place too.
4: Yeah. This was like like this was a year like my father my mother and my father were together for the first year and a half. And then my father chased the tail pretty much. Left, left out the picture. Uh, the my father, like, left the picture after a year oh, and a half, gosh. and then to, he would pop up periodically and all that stuff,
1: but for the most part, it, it was... So, my question is, yeah. culturally, yeah. what do men do? I'm
5: sorry, say that again?
1: Culturally, what do men do? What they,
5: do men do? They
1: work,
4: then bring the bread home. Bread they, yeah.
5: they
1: bring the bread and then impregnate.
5: Culturally, in my culture, yeah. like they're just supposed to be like bring the bread, like bring the bread home and impregnate.
1: But my, they have my the kids what and, I'm getting to is, is to do they stick? The like, Not yeah, many. Depends on the but depends on the person. All right, so, it's supposed to, but so it
5: depends on the person,
0: right?
1: Dominican speaking, They are men fine women and pregnant women. Yeah, impregnate yeah. women. And pray move on and pray. When you're when, Sri Lankan, I don't know anything about Sri Lankan culture, yeah. but my understanding is that hold on, we got a we uh, we lost we lost the Instagram. So everything go on the YouTube. Sri Lankan I don't know, men find women. My understanding of Sri Lankan is not Indian, right? But it's Asian the type culture. culture, men are introduced to a younger but woman, like, a
5: super yeah, younger, a younger woman, women, a yeah. super younger woman. And it doesn't always have to be a younger woman. It almost has to be someone that can take care of you. Yes. So like because, that's what it. Like, because that's what they look because at. men
1: like, men can't do longer. they Well, can't yeah. Do shit. Like I'm so, like
5: right. that's what that's looked at. So like, men
1: are introduced to a woman. Yeah typically much more younger typically much more younger right that
5: have been and then, then like and then the women
1: are are said all right you have the breadwinner and then the man has to provide but in dominican culture man breadwinner wins a lot of bread yeah a lot of different places right a lot of different places James and I James and I grew up very American so like we don't know yeah. No, it's yeah we, not always we, like that, we like. grew up we grew up in a, a a weird kind of derelict this man meets woman in college dates they have a kid they live
3: together forever yeah, like that's right. James would you disagree yeah, the reality is a little more complicated than that. But well, like when your, we were kids, that's what we thought the story yeah, was. Yeah, but
1: did your parents meet
3: in college? No. Outside of college? Yeah. At work? Don't think so. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, you know what? Honestly, the, the story of my parents coming to, to be in a relationship is not something I want to like care to know or I really mean. want to know. Right.
1: So, yeah. but Sri Lankan culture, you got a typically older man, late twenties. I Sarah, know it
5: just depends. Like,
1: and woman outside of. Cuba I've I dated,
5: own. I've dated people that are like yeah, around my age culture, and like culture in my one generation country. for you. Yeah, it's yeah. you have to date someone mm. that's like bringing someone to the table. Yeah, but and the man, but the, the man I mean, brings. You're not, like, the if man you're not brings, able to. Take care of the family or whatever, like the man doesn't look at you as but like,
1: the man brings the career and the woman brings Am okay. I wrong ends. I don't yeah. know. I, I no, feel like I'm really, I, no, I feel not, like I'm trying to set no, the table. It's not but always like know.
5: this, it's not always like this, but it's there still is a factor of that. And it's right. like still day to day, like there right. is a factor of that.
1: So like, Kalea, you're based new right? Yeah. I feel like you yes. and I are kind of kind of the same in this because you've been in New York forever. Mm-hmm. So when you meet a guy in New York, what do you expect?
0: I have no expectations. Anymore.
1: You don't have a... You can't have
0: expectations. No, hold up, hold on. Right? Like, no, that's yeah, a tough but, question but... to ask. And I, <laughs> I, 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 uh,
1: hold up, hold up. No, I asked you, ask you your parents. I asked you right. your parents. Right. And your parents are from Georgia? No. My parents
2: are born and raised
1: in New York. Yeah, exactly. It's just so, that my grandparents so, are
2: from
0: the
1: South. So Clay and I are talking about a little more New York. I'm asking you guys because you're... I don't know. I feel yeah. like a little more connected with the Dominican and the yeah. Sri Lankan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're, Clay oh, okay. and I are a yeah. little bit more New York. So when, it, when the New York culture happens, you've got in, how, how long ago did your parents meet?
2: My parents met in the 70s.
1: No shit. Really? My parents,
2: no.
1: Uh, all right? So your parents met in the 70s. Father, what did he do?
2: My dad was in retail.
1: Okay, my father was an engineer mm-hmm. in the 70s. Let 80s. me
2: back that up. My parents actually met through friends. They lived kind of close to each other, but they didn't start dating until later on. So they knew about each other when they were teenagers. Well, let me
1: ask you a question. What did your father bring to the table? What did your mother bring to the table?
2: My mom, my dad actually took my mom out of a bad relationship. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like that's, you've got a similar. Yeah. Like you a no, she wasn't a she
2: was in an abusive relationship. So my, yeah. So my dad kind of took her out of that situation mm-hmm. and had the
0: the dude
1: But it but our culture is very American. Like it's 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 not Sri Lanka, it's not roots It's outside of the US. Like I feel like it, because here's what happened. Your parents went together, but these in the U.S., puritanical roots, right? Like, where you're like, you're not going to be with anybody else. We meet each other. We counsel each other. But
2: that's not how we. But that was it.
1: the irony, though. But no, but let me was, ask you, let me ask how you. how did was. your parents want to overcome every obstacle?
2: I don't think so, because my father, the longest relationship he was in before my mother was, like, two or three years. Before my mom. And then
1: your mother was, wanted to overcome every obstacle.
2: I don't, I don't think my mom wanted to my mom wanted to be with him because he was funny you know he had a like a laissez-faire type of attitude and he was just known at it yeah he was just that cool person he was that was like his nickname so she liked that and the fact that you know he's a sweet talker my dad
0: same yeah so
2: he wanted she wanted to be that but I don't think it was a, I'll contain him type, because she couldn't no, take she wasn't
1: trying to contain him. She was trying to fit into, she wanted to turn that into a everlasting relationship.
2: Yeah, she wanted to, yeah, she definitely wanted to be with my, my father. My father wanted to continue
0: being him though.
1: Even being Which is a, very, which is, like for me in a relationship, I, wanna, I don't, I don't want to change being me.
0: Right.
1: Now, kind of in a relationship, and I want to build a family from there, but that continued being you element of it
0: is—you don't want a relationship that wants to compromise, right? Like,
1: it's a—it's a weird contingency to have. Like, what about this relationship is trying to cancel who you are? But. I, my my point is, James, is just that culturally there are other elements that tear away from the American but the man and woman. But a
4: lot of it is the core, though, because the irony of it is, my both both my grandparents from my dad and my mom's side are very religious and very into tune with, like you know, you won't have any intercourse until you marry, and it. That's like how, how many other
1: people did they date?
4: One grandfather, the just, just 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 my gra- exactly. just my grandfather, and like I feel like that's the irony of it, and
0: that's up- my and
4: my upbringing was to the point where when my dad actually left my dad's side of the family, both my grandparents, they obviously didn't teach him that, so they felt that they needed to be
1: there and like somewhat try to. S- but I, here here here's what happens. I feel like I'm James. I feel like. The U.S. is very weird,
4: puritanical,
0: like uh, biodomos. Of... Just they want
1: to force this on you, and then the rest of the world has this
3: kind of weird penguin sexual. Like you're trying to. No, it, get... it depends on where you are in the world. It, it very much depends. But in like
0: cultures,
2: they're very. One on one. But well it depends on where in Asia
1: you are. But that's why I but that's why I defer to Kalea and I. We are, I feel like one gen only one generation. My grandparents are one ge, uh, are first generation in the US. But I feel like we have this weird US kind of similarity, whereas the generation before that was a little bit different. Does that make sense to you?
3: Well I think that people in our generation and I'm going to go plus 5 years and minus 10 years are realizing that the the precepts that they had been indoctrinated with by viewing their parents and their and their grandparents generation don't have any intrinsic value and there's no reason to stick to a model that doesn't have any justifiable base but i feel like that 1950s to 2000s
1: one-on-one relationship is kind of a corrupt moment i don't
0: think so
3: that's what i'm saying that's what i I just
1: said but yeah that i'm summarizing what james just said so my ancestors are my great-grandparents are pre-1955 yeah right my grandfather, my father, my mother, 50 60, 70, 80s. And that's what we have in but, but I think before that, culturally speaking, when you look at your parents, they, your parents are from where? Yeah. They didn't grow up here.
4: No. So they don't... My mom and my grandma grew up here.
1: But I feel like there was an external element to that yeah. 1950s, 60s. Oh, yeah, yeah, 70s, for sure, for sure. Which is not, which is when you compare that and contrast that to when you juxtapose that to that 1960s, 1970s, 1980s model,
0: yeah.
1: it's a different model. So now all bets are off because we have oh, what, Tinder, we have every, every, everything Dating else. Gap,
4: yeah, it's so different.
1: But I think when it comes to raising. Good children, okay. You may not know about they. 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 But I think when it comes to raising children and fostering the next generation, what do we build on? We're not going to build it on Tinder. Yeah, and we're not going to build on Tinder. So what do we build it? Right. So you want to have mother father figure in your life. Yeah. And I didn't have a father figure. In my life. I had a. I had a mythological father, figure because my father died young yeah. and, and my family built him up, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So that's not fair to me or my children, because I got this thing. Now, somebody... But you know the concept of, of your father, too. But it was, like it
0: it was like
1: it mythical, arts, yeah. right? Okay. So if I you have people in my know, generation Windows. that
0: grew up... Um, so if I five people in my generation that grew up uh, with a father,
1: without a father, like, what's the best <laughs> element <laughs> moving forward? What's the best <laughs> element <laughs> moving forward? No. How do you build? No.
0: How is you your do no, okay. really? When it comes to building
1: the next generation, how do we do that?
0: How do we do that? Right. Is it
1: through reinforcing the relationship we
0: have, Or is it
1: through reinforcing what? Dealing with the world. There,
4: there There's no way to, bu- with this generation, there's really no way to build that. It's a very hard, very, at
0: this
1: point. Because remember, a very for the first nine years, there's no Facebook, there's no Tinder, there's no, they're youth. They're with you, right? They're with you. they're with you, they're with you and your family. There's no external influence. After that, they get Facebook, they get Instagram, they, TikTok. they get this external influence. So I got a point right now where I have niches that are on TikTok for three hours a day, five hours a day. How can I influence them to be good people?
4: I, I'll tell you all about it. What's the question again? How do we influence? There's, there's really, it's very hard. James, you, you lead by it, example. What? It's all, all,
0: all on the parents to, to, to teach them morality. But what I'm
1: saying is that the parents are the environmental
0: influence. No. Right? Yeah. yeah. Parents Did? have the, 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 yeah. the
3: single most influence on kids out of everything that happens in their lives. For at least the first 10 years. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, listen, pay yeah. right.
1: Uh, James, I think uh, I see a a strong downhill. Uh,
0: it's not good, so let's uh let's wrap up. Okay, James, I, I never wrap it up. Well, good <laughs> luck having kids, isn't it? You don't want over chatter, that's how you get in relationships. Yeah, um,
1: this is the end of episode 100. <laughs> It's eleven or twelve.
0: This is the start of
1: the new
3: season. We'll, we'll recap on Tuesday.
1: The new season to be pleasing. Woo! It's simply a teasing. Hope
4: we're appeasing.
3: It was, was no nice reason pleasing. changing like the season.
1: <laughs> it was nice to have Kalea. Kalea, is <laughs> the, the fucking pocket. best, James.
0: So
2: it's called married for what?
0: and no, no, it's basically God. telling Is about the uh, what yes. happens after you say
4: I do. get in the ship really can't to see your face you bro, see my hands right with here bro, with this? no i'll help we got you got carlos and peter here but we're yep. going to throw
1: Have james we're going to throw kalea's podcast in the in, in the
3: comments in the yeah. yeah we should and uh
0: yeah
3: it's a, rough, it's a rough episode.
1: James,
4: what kind of headsets you got, bro? Uh,
3: Logitech G430. which
4: is
0: official. Yeah, yeah.
1: I need some new gaming.
4: Yeah.
0: Answers, James, like, yeah.
1: I will catch you next time. My middle okay. name is James. Adios. I'm Peter James.
4: Cheers, guys. No,
3: so, let's get drunk,
1: bro. Come on. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for joining. If you're hearing my voice now and you made it this far, I want to thank you. It means a lot to me that you guys subscribe and that you guys like these podcasts and that you actually listen to them. Uh, it takes a lot of work to keep them going, and uh, I appreciate all uh, that you guys do and all the comments and the feedback. So from my heart, thank you, guys. I'll see you next time.
3: You know, I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.